Seine Führung ist mein 
Dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, all of you who are now joining us online worldwide, we greet you most cordially from Zurich and wish you all God's richest blessing. As you listen to the word, which we will hear via video link. And we thank the Lord that we have this opportunity to hear Brother Frank live. Be blessed, all of you, in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. May He bless us this day. May He equip us with all that we need. And may he also strengthen our beloved brother Frank after body, soul and spirit. As an opening word, let me read from Isaiah chapter 55 verses 1 to 11. Isaiah 55 verses 1 to 11. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? and your labor for that which satisfieth not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Wisset wohl, 
Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be, that goeth forth out of my mouth, It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Dear brothers and sisters, Draw near to the Lord while he is still near. Seek him while he may be found. Dear brothers and sisters, it is the last time. We still have the grace to turn to the Lord and he graciously takes care of us. So we give thanks that today we again have the opportunity to hear His Word from a fresh source. And may the Word, as it is written in verse 11, accomplish in all of us what it was sent to do, namely to prepare us for the glorious day of His return and to prepare us to be brought home as his bride. May the Lord work this in all of us. May his word grow mightily in us and set us right. May the Lord bless us and lead us 
on the path He has placed us on. We all prostrate ourselves before the Lord, and now we would like to pray together. Faithful Heavenly Father, to You be praise, honor and thanksgiving for all Your goodness, all Your faithfulness, that You carry us through, that You provide for us with everything we need. Yes, we have received everything for free, as it is written in Isaiah. We do not need to spend money on spiritual food, the food that truly satisfies us. Lord, we thank you that you are still gracious, that you still call out the last ones. May this word serve that the last still come out, that they still find their way to you and that you can be gracious to them. Lord, bless your servant. Strengthen him after body, soul and spirit. Equip him again and again with your strength, with your blessing and with everything he needs. Lord, we ask you to bless us this day and we thank you for it with all our hearts. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, I too would like to greet you very warmly from Zurich and wish everyone God's richest blessing with all my heart. We thank the Lord for the word of introduction that Brother Scherer read. We will come back to it briefly and then move on to our further word reflection. Please understand, all of you, that this is now about the most important message about the last period of time before the return of Jesus Christ. Now it is about the people of God and by that I mean the blood-bought multitude, the true sons and daughters of God who have received their new life, eternal life, and who want to participate in the rapture. For this is what it is all about now, that we may experience our preparation for the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ. And as it is written, lest any of you turns out to be left behind. The last message must be proclaimed with full earnestness for it is written, 
Only those who were ready went in to the marriage supper, and the door was shut. So now it's really about being called out of everything that doesn't agree with God and God's word. It is about that we make our personal experiences of salvation, that we experience our conversion, our new birth, our renewal, our sanctification, our filling with the Holy Spirit and believing the promises for this time and having part in their fulfillment. The opening word was so powerful. It was already a whole sermon. Let's come back to two verses. Here you go. We read from Romans 1, verse 1 and 2. Romans 1, verse 1 and 2. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to preach the gospel of God, which he had promised afore, by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. This word of the Apostle applies exactly to the word of introduction we have heard. We do not believe just anything. We believe what God promised in advance through the prophets and brought to reality in the New Testament. Redemption is divine reality and therefore Our proclamation is based on the prophetic and apostolic word alone, on the Old and New Testament. In the Old, the promises. In the New, the fulfillment. And we may now have a part in what God is presently doing. Here you go. We read from Isaiah 55, verse 3. Isaiah 55, verse 3. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David.
It's just so mighty. The Lord speaks to you and to me. He speaks to all of us. Incline your ear. To whom do we incline our ear? All incline their ear in all churches and denominations, in all religions. All incline their ear to what is taught and preached there. But the Lord lays claim to His redeemed and commands them and today us, you and me, incline your ear. I will speak to you. I will fulfill the promises of grace that I made to David. But incline your ear. I will give you the promises so that your faith may be anchored in the promises of God. Oh, brothers and sisters, it must be emphasized, without a promise, faith is not even possible. It is a self-made belief. True faith is only where we have inclined our ear to the Lord and heard His words and believed the promises He has given us. Abraham, after all, is our first example. God gave him the promise and he believed it and saw it fulfilled. We are the spiritual seed of Abraham. We believe the promises and we shall see them all fulfilled. Praised and glorified be our Lord. Please do not forget, dear brothers and sisters, thus saith the Lord, incline your ear unto me, to no one else, incline your ear unto me. I want to speak to you. Here you go. We read from Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it.
Thanks be to the living God for the clarity of His word. He has spoken, and His word can most certainly not return void unto Him. It is addressed to us and will accomplish in us that for which He has sent it. And we thank the Lord our God that in this time when so many voices, including religious voices, are resounding, that we incline our ear to the Lord and recognize that He has made the covenant with us and given us the promises and that He is addressing His word to us in this time. And the word will bring about in you and in me what God has willed, what He has purposed. That is how we read it, and that is how it will be. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Here you go. We read from Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This is also part of it, beloved brothers and sisters. Just as our Lord gave Himself completely for us and gave His body and blood for us, Brothers and sisters, so it must now happen with us that we place our bodies at God's disposal from head to toe, our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our hands, our feet, that we place ourselves entirely at God's disposal. Let this be our reasonable service to God, that the Lord may continue His ministry through us as His Church and do through us what He has set out to do and what He has promised us. To this we say, Hallelujah, Amen. And we say, Beloved Lord, here we are, after spirit, soul and body. We belong to You. You have redeemed us 
Through your blood, we are yours for time and eternity. Here you go. We read from Romans 12, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Thanks be to the Lord for such a serious word which really goes to our hearts which addresses us to divinely order our mind, our whole thinking, our whole life, so that the perfect, the whole will of God can be done in our lives. As we have read, the good, the acceptable and the perfect will of God be done in your life and in mine, that we may truly say from the heart, not my will, but thy will be done, not as I will, but as thou wilt that we may indeed not live after the manner of this world. We are in the world, but not of the world. May the Lord God grant grace that we may combine the proclamation of these glorious words with faith and with obedience and say, Beloved Lord, you speak to me, I accept it, and I have the request that your perfect, acceptable will be done in my life. I am at your disposal. Oh, we thank God for His precious and holy word. Here you go. We read from Ephesians 5, verse 1 and 2. Ephesians 5, verse 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. This word also goes to the heart of all of us. A total surrender after spirit, soul and body 
in love for God, in love for His Word, in love for one another. If we are joined to God in love, then we are joined to each other in love. And the love of God must be poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. It is not an imagination, it's an experience of salvation that we are allowed to have, that the love of God is really poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit so that we can even love our enemies. But as members of the body of Jesus Christ, we are bound together in love. For according to 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 and 13, we have been baptized into one body in the love of God through one Spirit and we are members of His body and the Lord wants to be effective through His body which we form and ultimately make the completion with us so that we come from believing unto seeing when the Lord comes to take his own home. Here you go. We read from Philippians 2, verse 7 and 8. Philippians 2, verse 7 and 8. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Thanks be to our Lord. Beloved brothers and sisters, the King of Kings, the Lord, He, the first and the last, the same, humbled Himself as a servant in human form in order to fulfill the will of God by the power of the accomplished redemption. For this is what the whole plan of salvation of our God was about, that fallen humanity could be redeemed from the fall and that children of men could become children of God. 
And through the new birth, we have become God's children. It is just so tremendous that He, our Lord and Savior, took on human form so that we can take on divine form and the divine nature of Jesus Christ can be revealed in us. Oh, to the Lord our God be the thanks for the finished redemption in which we have a full share. Here you go. We read from 1 Peter 1, verse 14. 1 Peter 1, verse 14. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, thanks be to the Lord, addressed to all of us, young and old, great and little, as obedient children. Please, beloved brothers and sisters, remember now the word of introduction. Incline your ear unto me, for I will speak to you. Now the Lord is speaking to the obedient children of God, to those who believe what He has promised for this phase, to those who are willing to do His will. May it find fulfillment in all of us that we no longer live according to the lusts of this world, but have consecrated our lives completely and totally to God, and that obedience is manifested in our life. May the Lord God grant this to you all and to me in Jesus' holy name. Here you go. We read from Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Thanks be to the living God that we may experience all this personally 
that a complete renewal takes place and that we are actually already so connected to the Lord here on earth and that the divine nature and life is truly revealed through us by grace. No longer in the lusts of this world, no longer here and there, but consecrated to the Lord after spirit, soul and body. Thanks be to Him for this. It is possible and He works it in our lives. Believe it and it will happen. Here you go. We read from Hebrews 2, verse 10 and 11. For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect, through sufferings. For both, he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one Father, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. To this we say an Amen. Beloved brothers and sisters, have you listened to what was read from the Holy Scriptures? In the summary that we have the same Father of the Savior, it is written, Holy Spirit shall overshadow thee, addressed to Mary, and that which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. In the same way, the Holy Spirit comes upon us and the new divine life is created in us and we are born again to a living hope and we thank the Lord God that truly has come true the Redeemer and the Redeemed have the same Father. Therefore, after the resurrection, the Savior could say, I ascend to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. He is the firstborn among many brethren, we have been placed in the divine state 
by the power of the finished redemption. And we thank our Lord that we shall shortly experience the transformation of our bodies and be taken up at the return of Christ to be with the Savior. Oh, God bless you all. May He bless us all from the riches of His grace. Here you go. We read from Galatians 4, verse 5. Galatians 4, verse 5. To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Thanks be to the Lord. We have received the adoption of sons. Our Redeemer redeemed Israel, His covenant people, and He redeemed all who were to become His own out of the whole world. He has given us the sonship so that we may be sons and daughters of God and pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It is divine reality and we will experience it at the latest at the rapture. But we believe it already now that everything the Lord has promised and given us will become divine reality with us, in us and through us right up to the transformation of our bodies at the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Here you go. We read from Romans 8, verse 14. Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Again, we can only say, Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, now the question, who is being led by the Spirit of God at this time? We all know that God's Holy Word inspired by the Spirit of God came to the prophets and then to the apostles. We all know that the New Testament Church began with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost 
And that since that time, the Spirit of God has been active in the Church of Jesus Christ. That the gifts of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, that the leading of the Holy Spirit are manifested in the true believers. The Spirit of God leads us into all truth, and God's Word is the truth. And so, back to the word of introduction. Thus saith the Lord, Incline your ear, and I will speak unto you. I will make a covenant with you. The word that goes forth from my mouth does not return to me void unless it has accomplished. And now comes the mighty word and brought to pass and brought to pass that which I have said. Hallelujah! I ask you, has any word in the creation returned void? Or did everything come to pass as the Lord God said it would? When he said, let there be light, there was light. Just go through the whole creation report. What he said happened. It was there. It was a reality. And so everything that God promised us becomes divine reality. Believe it. Believe it. God himself took responsibility for it and swore by himself that all promises are yes and amen. Even the promise that God would send a prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord, before the sun turns into darkness and the moon into blood, before the day of salvation comes to an end, God promised to send a prophet like Elijah. And you all know the scriptures in the Old and New Testament, whether in Malachi, whether in Matthew 17, or in the various scriptures, we have the promise. And what was to happen? Everything was to be restored to its original state in the Church of the Living God. And all who now incline their ear to God believe the promise. He who does not believe the promise for this time has not yet inclined his ear to God. 
He will act according to his own conscience, as he has until now. But the Lord says to you and to me, incline your ear. Also with regard to the promise for our time, that before the return of Jesus Christ, everything will be restored. Everything will be brought back into order. Every doctrine, every practice, everything as it was in the beginning, so it must be in the end. The teaching, the practice about the Godhead, about water baptism, about the Lord's Supper, about election, about predestination, about the fall, about redemption, everything and again everything has been proclaimed to us. There has never been a period in the 2000 years of the New Testament in which everything, really everything, has been thoroughly revealed. We have entered the Holy of Holies. The Ark of the Covenant has been opened. The Word has been revealed. And everything is brought back into its proper place. And as surely as we have read, unless it has accomplished that which I please, Hallelujah! Praise be to our God. What seems impossible with us is possible with God. But, and now comes the important point, only if you and I can believe from our hearts what God has promised for this time, can God bring it about in you and in me. He can bring it about and He will. Praise be to His wonderful name. Not only do we have a message that foreruns the second coming of Christ, but all that must happen before has been proclaimed. And all who have an ear to hear, that's how it is written in Revelation 2 and 3, seven times, He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say unto the churches. This is a word in the New Testament addressed to us as the Church of the Lord and already announced in the Old. Whoever has an ear, incline your ear. May God grant grace. And with that, we come to a close today. And once again, we greet everyone worldwide from Zurich 
and thank God the Lord who has sent his message and who has blessed Brother Brenham in a special way and confirmed his word. And that which is for this phase has been placed upon the lampstand and has been proclaimed throughout the world. Brothers and sisters, I look back to many years since Brother Brenham went home and there are probably now exactly 170 countries in which I have preached in all these years in 55 years just coming and going to the airport and back traveling every month all over the world to proclaim what God has promised us. And just as Brother Brenham has fulfilled his commission, so I have also fulfilled what the Lord has commanded me to do. And let me emphasize that again. Every time I read what the Lord told Brother Brenham on June the 11th, 1933, it touches me deeply and that it took God all these years to let the last message reach the ends of the earth. And I rejoice when he emphasizes in this calling not I but the message will forerun the second coming of Christ. And now all are connected in all countries in all languages, all hear the last message before the return of Jesus Christ. And I ask you, beloved brothers and sisters, take the word of introduction, read it again, read the other words, and may each word accomplish in everyone what it was sent to do and not return void in anyone but bring about what the Lord has promised namely that his good acceptable and perfect will of God may be manifested in our lives that we, as obedient children of God, may experience our preparation for the glorious day of His return. May all ministering brethren in all nations and tongues be blessed and pass on the spiritual food 
For man, we too do not live by bread alone, but by every word that has proceeded from the mouth of God, including every word we have heard today. Thanks be to God for His precious and holy word and for speaking to us today. And His word is as fresh and as alive and as true today as it was the moment He spoke it. And He is watching as all that He promised and said comes to pass with us. Blessed and praised be the Lord our God. In Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. And again, Amen. Sing that in heaven.